The goal of the Salumas podcast is simple. Take a candid, sometimes informed, but generally comedic approach to the human condition. Our discussions aren't about being right or wrong or trying to win or sound high and mighty. It's about having a space to freely put topics through the grinder and hopefully give you something to think about. Not everything we say will make you feel good, and you may not even agree, and that's okay. That's what it means to be a mature person. That being said, we often use mature language or talk about topics that may not be suitable for the car ride with your loved ones. So if any of that stuff offends you, please throw your listening device in the trash. If not, enjoy the show. Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Salinas Podcast. Today, I'm with Mark, and we talk about cycles and how many of us are kept in some that actually prevent us from getting things done that we want in life. And the crappy part about it is that many of us don't even know that we're in them. We speak from personal experiences here, but I also throw in a few pieces from the internet and the little amount of research I did probably 10 minutes before the recording of the episode. But from what I read, there's definitely a lot of meat on the bone here, and it looks like it's something that other people talk about too. While I think that Mark and I only scratched the surface of the topic, my hope is that this episode will get you thinking about the different cycles in your life and how they can be potentially holding you back. So without further ado, I present to you episode 856, Cycles. Audition. Dude, it's just, I, I freaking love it. Dude, I was like so close to getting the SM7B, but it was like, man, it's it's kind of overkill because yeah. it's like bringing an you know an F15 to a fist fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's if all you're doing is just talking, then you don't necessarily need it. It's nice to have, obviously, all the 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 big dicks out there use it, but uh, I mean, it's just it's just me. And so this actually makes it easier. Um, to get more of them because this this mic was only a hundred bucks and then yeah. um i got another uh dynamic microphone it's a sure it's a samson but it sounds it sounds really good too yeah uh, so I switch all the other ones out and then you know put everything in a good position to get some better recordings out there so yeah how have you been lately man uh, been pretty pretty okay. Yeah, really. Just, um, yeah, man. Trying to thinking about uh, selling this house, but I just really being lazy about it. And not. Oh, dude, um, I was gonna say, like, I thought you were gonna be doing that. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about doing it. I just, um, yeah. I I really need to do it because it's two years, and that's what the plan was. And, and like things go wrong when I don't stick to my plan. So, um, and like the neighbors, like they were they were they're putting theirs. They say it's under contract, but. You know, it cost a couple of houses down for like, like, uh, like a dollar fifty over what we bought for. So mm-hmm. you know, like a, a pretty good margin worth doing. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, it would really put things back in alignment if I did that. So yeah, thinking about doing that, and then um, yeah, I've been trying to hang out a little bit with with some uh, other IT folks in the in the area from this little Slack group that I joined. Uh, last year or sometime right before the pandemic yeah so i've been hanging out with, with them and now uh, that's, that's awesome. been therapeutic just being around like-minded people it's just a, a group of coders and stuff and yeah i kind of 
mostly devs though that are like i think okay. i invited you to it um is it the, like, the one slight group yeah that one I okay invited you okay to. Yeah, 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 so yeah just i still read all the i still read yeah. all the you know the communications that go through that one yeah. guy sends a good morning text every morning i kind of or a good morning message and i just like i'm wondering if that's scripted or uh if he just really uh, gets up every morning and writes one because i do that in my in my team channel Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I think yeah. he does. I think Calvin does do that. Yeah. yeah. But it's him and a couple of guys. We just meet now. And it's just good to see human beings and get yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It's just been uh, awesome, man. Yeah. Awesome. Been, been pretty good. How you been? I've been all right, man. Just uh, getting adjusted, uh, getting into my routine. Uh, I needed to know, like, what the uh, costs for everything were going to be, like utilities and all that stuff. I'm finally getting my first bills for living here so now i kind of have an idea of what it you know what it looks like and stuff uh just because it's been super dry i've been having to you know try and keep my lawn alive and it doesn't look like the shit's gonna happen it's just so oh. damn dry and hot you know what i mean oh yeah yeah Maximum i gave up sorry about that oh, yeah, yeah i uh i clicked the link um i yeah i i yeah i just said i'm not doing mine it's been enough rain to like but all the things i patched last year all of that was superficial those yeah. exact same spots died again and what i realized is um without good soil you don't stand a chance so yeah oh my god this case comes in white i'm buying it you said something that i wanted to maybe talk about yeah like you talked about wanting to sell your house but just never getting around to it and like i it makes me think of a thing that that i kind of experienced where it's like, and I think a lot of people like our age in general, and maybe younger experience where it's like, you have this idea or this goal that you have, or this task that you want to complete or whatever it is. And you know, you have to do it, but you just don't. And it's like, you get up in the morning, you're like, okay, I want to do this thing. And then you get into this weird cycle that just gets you right back to the next day. And that task is not done. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, sure. Absolutely. So like I was, I was looking at this one thing and, and the dude was talking about like why you can never get things done in life. Right. And it says that you, you get up in the morning and the first thing you do is you look at social media. Okay. You get yeah. on there and you, you browse and you browse and you're on there for a, you know, hour or longer or whatever, depending on when you wake up and then you go about the day and the day just kind of sucks you know just the rest of the world and reality and you just have all these other things going on during that time and it just it sucks the energy or whatever out of you or the motivation out of you and then what do you do you go back on the social media because you get that endorphin release and that um uh just all those good vibes from looking at memes or looking at funny content or anything mm -hmm. like that to get you going or get you motivated even and then you go to sleep and then the next day it happens again and you just sit there and you go on the cycle and then you hit this point like i have where it's like why haven't i done this thing mm -hmm. like why hasn't sure. what what happens to me where i just can't so i'm trying to figure out how do how do you break that cycle you know you said that you've wanted to sell your house you know and in in the way that real estate is it's it's not one of those things that you can just wait forever on yeah. You know, so it's like, because the longer you wait, that, that could be the difference between thousands of dollars in, in your market, hundreds of thousands of dollars, because people are buying from California, buying houses sight unseen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They are. And, uh, so how do we, how would you say 
being someone in that in that cycle, I guess, how would you say we can kind of break that thing? Because I feel like, again, a lot of people our age kind of have that same issue. Oh, yeah, I think they do. And I think a lot a lot of people are not uh, either aware of it or saying it. And I think it takes a little bit of deliberation. I don't know what's better than saying it out loud. And I've been doing that just a little bit, but only in person, because that's the whole point. It's not to say it on social media. Something about the way we learn to digest things in social media is that it's not working for us. Because I think the heavy topics, uh, we don't have enough um, senses available to us to address them in, in cyber chat and stuff it's just not enough so i've been saying it in person but i think you got to start with like hey are you feeling this way too like me too like damn that felt a lot like way better than it should have hanging out with y'all the other day and i was got like really anti-depressed and like started (laughs) exercising again in the mornings and shit just from hanging out with uh uh an interesting person the uh the other day and i was like oh man well i'm certain a lot of other people are feeling that way too so I think yeah. two things have to happen, and it's already going on, that great resignation and more, a little bit more deliberate, like saying it out loud in person mm. to each other. But uh, I like yeah, I'm that, already getting that, that feel of like, okay, I'm ready to do like sell this house and never look back because that kind of margin, and I don't have a whole lot of debt, but that kind of margin, like I could start doing other things to make money because like it just it's not enough money, man. Like 225k a year wouldn't be enough. I'd still be feeling the exact same way. So those are the two things: is consider Dude, working way less, and and being more deliberate about about. And it's obvious because it's happening already. It's in front of your face, but at the same time, I'm like, am I eligible for that? Am I one of these people? Do it? Like I don't think so. I think I'm fine. But I'm starting to get it now. Like there's some interesting things along with the whole other slew of what I call biological imperatives that you that you realize have to do with uh, gratification and fulfillment. We got some things working, you might say, against us, quote unquote, that we we're, can't do anything about. And that's the fact that responsibility, a la family or something like that, is built into our gratification at this time in our lives. And none of us have families anymore. Ooh, yeah, Nobody's yeah. doing that. So it's like, you didn't realize this, but it's really, really hard to stay happy without that thing that you thought was like corny that you're trying to avoid. But there's a reason why it works, especially for men, because you're you've been doing it for, you know, however long, 10,000 years. That's what makes you happy is making someone else happy and having responsibilities. Dude. So it's like you can't get enough stuff. You can't get enough activities and things. You stop whoring around around 35. That shit gets old quick. Like, I don't yeah. I don't care about any romantic encounters. Then you, then you start to see, oh, I see what it is. There's like a biological imperative built into us, just like there's one built into women with their clock and their yeah. eggs expiring. And it has to do with responsibility. So yeah. I'm like, all right, sell the house, work less, find ways to make money open up a, a youth center like then i, I could see myself being super happy do like you know going what? like because i would still do just as much technology i'm not one of the people that i don't care if i'm working for someone it just happens to to get in front of the technology that i like it used to be you can only encounter them in large enterprises that's not the case anymore with the cloud no, not, you can not. do cool ass shit right on um what's that cloud ocean ocean whatever the cool cloud provider that's like I, start, haven't, I haven't used it. 
Oh yeah, it's the one, not Amazon, not Azure. I was gonna say Amazon and Azure. It's not, no, it's not that one. Um, yeah. It's Ocean something. Anyway, the point is, you can still do fulfilling uh, IT work without having to be deep in an enterprise anymore, and that's yeah. super yeah. compelling. So I want to say something really quick, and, and I want to go back to that one part where you were talking about identifying that that habit or that thing by talking to other people. I think, like one at the root, it's in my head it's like okay i think it would it becomes easier to break those habits when we talk to other people about it but that acknowledgement of it especially when we talk to others it like it makes it while it is our cycle to break obviously other people are going to be going through uh, one of those in, in their own lives but it's like just knowing that you're not alone in it that's yep. something that helps out a ton that's like in my opinion one of the first like um pillars if you will of that it's just understanding okay you're not the only one that's handling this thing that same thing actually we talk about that in, in tech you know when yes. what is the first thing that you do when there's a massive massive issue that's going on or maybe something you may not understand you google it because you are not the only person in this entire world who has had this same issue you know and yeah. it's the you know it, there is a rarity when something like that happens maybe or maybe you're just not searching for it right that's usually what it comes down to for me is that you're just not looking for it right but i wanted to read something here um, it was talking about how bad habits get reinforced and it says the, the excerpt says the only way to short circuit the, uh, habitual pattern is to identify the cue, the routine and the reward that they deliver since the habit. And this says in parentheses, the routine might be more obvious as the behavior trying to eliminate the greater challenge can be isolating the cue and the reward. I think stuff like that sounds really, it makes a lot of sense in my opinion, especially when it comes to just identifying it. And, mm -hmm. and, and I think that there is like a little bit of, there is that reward. If you know exactly what happens, especially when you sit there and you jump on social media and the reward in my opinion is I laugh, I smile, I, you know, I look at funny ass memes and I redistribute, you know, redistribute them. Yeah. I, the em emphasis on the syllables were off, but, um, and you know, I share those memes. I do that to make other people laugh. And I, and like, that is part of my cycle and yeah. And I just continue that. And it's when I, when you look back at it, it's like, I just do that because there's other shit that I want to go do. And I'd rather send memes and do all this other stuff and really handle other things in life. And it doesn't mean that I don't get shit done in life. I do get a lot of stuff done, but there's, mm -hmm. there's more important things. And then you had said another thing about not really being happy or, or understanding that happiness, dude, you, you hit the nail on the head for me because when you compare like my last, you know, my last job versus this one, it's, it's a significant, I, I thought, okay, that by making, you know, like almost 40 K more than I was before, I would be like, Whoa, super, super happy. And all this other stuff. It's not that I'm mm -hmm. not happy, but it's like, it's not, I'm not as fulfilled as I thought that I would be. You know, I always, it's like, there's still this weirdness or something like that. Like something is kind of missing. And it's like, maybe as, as we do get older, especially as men, and it, you aren't the first person that said this. I, I listened to this on uh, the Art of Manliness podcast. They say that for men, when they get into like their mid thirties, the, that life, like our desire is not so much about spreading our seed or raising our number, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. It's about spreading knowledge. It's about mm -hmm. imp like imparting what we've learned in life onto other people or having something bigger than us to 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 go for to work for whatever and well yeah like yeah it's meaning 
yeah, one person meaning, I know yes. says meaning. Yeah, you got it's important that what you're doing has meaning. And I never saw that coming. Yeah, you know dude. what I mean? Because I love what I do and I do. I literally have my dream drop. It's so yeah. cool. I can't even describe it to people, but I'm so surprised with myself and how much I'm bothered about, about the cyclical nature. And I was just telling one of the VPs I, I meet with, uh, like, it's I don't like failing at it. I don't like it how... Because guess what? The business doesn't even care. They don't even come down on me. That's the weird thing. Yeah. I don't have the pressure of like failed project yeah. at failed project. Uh, they're like, no, Mark, we thought you were the hero. You did. I was like, no, that that system wasn't implemented right. And it took us way longer than it's supposed to. And we had to get all these people in what we call a war room, which is ugh, yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. You have I to love sit those, there and, actually. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're social. People like you love yeah. them. My boss loves them too. Because it's like, it's, it's work being done. It's actionable. It's real. But like, I want it to be done so elegantly that you didn't know how complex it was. But like when the, when like we have to enroll a bunch of people manually and we have to do like, almost like a call center level effort. I see that as a failure, but they don't care because it still worked within the budget of execution that they, the business doesn't care. So yeah. I was like, wow, this is really, really something growing in me because uh, it's bothering me. I'd rather be doing something on a much smaller scale that was impactful and meaningful. Yeah. And like, I got it work doing it all the way. I can't stand like, like feeling like I'm building cars and forgetting to put the brake pads on them or something like that. And it's like that in big corporate IT because they're not, especially like where I work, because they don't care about the implementation. It's just um, um, speed to market. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? There was something I was also reading when I was just kind of like trying to understand these um, habits and, and all that kind of stuff and breaking cycles. One of the things that I, and, and you actually said it too, when you were talking about like, they don't really mind if you fail at something, but do you think that regret is stronger than failure? Uh, is stronger than failure. So I'll, I'll read this. It says like, it's better to have like an oops. It says it's better to have an oops than a what if. It says, remember that if you do not take action, you might be missing out on some of the best things in life. Small changes in our present can have a massive impact on our future and how things turn out. You don't want your future self to look back and think, I had the chance to do this, but I didn't avail at it. It says, understand the opportunities that are open for you and take them. Because taking action will uh, help you pave a better path to your success and make sure you don't regret anything in the future. Even if you fail, you'll still be a far better situation than what you started with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah, yeah. That's a little bit on a, a larger scope. That's like yeah. life decisions. I was talking a little bit on the microphone. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. But yeah, regret. I want, I want to bring it up to like, yeah, life decisions and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Regret would be what would be, yeah, it would be way worse. So, than, yeah. And I think that that kind of the, the chances of me or anyone else having those feelings of regret, they're magnified the more days that we kind of sit there and we get up from, you know, we get up from sleeping and we just dick around on our phones or something like that all day, you know what I mean? Or all morning or, you know, whenever we have little breaks and we don't get those little things that we want to get done, like for you, like selling your house. And, and again, there could yeah. be other stuff going on, you know, uh, like selling your house or for me, I've been saying forever that I want to start making more solo stuff. And I'm just not, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Like, and I get, I get like frustrated when I can't do more, more uh, stuff with like, with all you guys, you know? And yeah. I think it's because, and I know that I wouldn't be if I was doing more solo stuff, but I like, I'll come up with something, dude, and I'll write about it. 
and then it just doesn't happen. I'll just sit there and just mm-hmm. kind of relax and not think about mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, why is it happening? And then the next day, I'm like, damn, I could have spent all this time and done this. You know, I, I bought this microphone uh, maybe four, four or five days ago or so. And like, I had thought that I was going to make some stuff. I was so excited getting everything set up, testing all this other shit. And I opened up that file that I have, or this folder that I have with all the shit that I've written. And man. I just didn't do anything. Man. I just played on my phone or looked at YouTube or whatever, man. It's just, right. it just doesn't make sense why I can't get started. Right. I, I, I've always been a person who has like been on my own time. I've been very fortunate. Well, you, well, you might have known me back in maybe like kind of when, even when we first uh, started hanging out after high school. So I've always been like that. So I know the the what the trick is. I know the value of being on your own time, and it's just flat out that uh, that like working working this much ain't shit. That's you've got to. That's where the energy goes. And here's how I know: if I could take two weeks off, especially if I could take three weeks off without being bothered, after that first week, I feel fantastic. Yeah. In that third week, I am building stuff. I'm in the garage. I'm like, uh, but they they told us we couldn't take that long anymore without like <laughs> last time I took that long off, the place fell apart. But like yeah. uh uh that is what I know it is. It's something about the time of like, oh God, here comes work. It's always right around. It's like an amplified version of that feeling of not having your homework done when you were a kid and you know Monday morning morning's coming. And you yeah. got to get called out in front of the class, you know, if, if you've got it done or not. And you got to pass up your your homework, you know, and you didn't get it done. It's, yeah, you know, it's like or it's not. not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's that's the uh, it's kind of like that feeling. I'm like, that's a ridiculous way to be feeling as an adult. That's ridiculous. And and again, the reason I, I think it's I know it's a big deal is because I'm not entirely sure that everyone like if I could just not care, I'd be fine. Most mm. people can just move, but I can't move through space and time that way. Like, I I need to know that that's okay. I can't just leave it in, like, the hands of the place I work for, the people I work with. I can't leave Explain that. Explain that part again. Uh, leaving it in the hands of other people? Yeah. Well, oh. I have to ask, uh-huh. like, I have to ask, like, there's this sense of anxiety and, and like, stress from the cyclical going to work and do, and I, and, and, I'm emphasizing this because I have my dream job, but I'm still feeling it. So that tells me that it's something more to it. And I have to ask, do other people feel this way? Dude, you would not believe how many people I recently learned are on antidepressants at work. You would not fucking leave. How many people? I'm like, we're all going through this. We're all fucked up. Because I keep on asking, like, am I depressed? Because I know I'm not, like, shoot myself in the head kind of depressed. I'm physically depressed. And the reason why I know, because I had this encounter with a person, and it, like, like lit me up. Like, it was, like, yeah, like a freaking, freaking badass C-sharp programmer. (laughs) <laughs> like and I was fucking inspired and I don't want anything I don't want no romance or anything like it I was just like wow you exist you know yeah and in any way and I was like well what how did that have that effect mm-hmm. <laughs> and my 
loud ass was outside jogging the last few weeks. I've been out running fucking 5K. <laughs> trying to make just, yourself get in shape just, and shit. Just like that. And I was laughing at myself. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Even I'm old enough to know. You're, like, you're at mile two and you're just like, am I fucking running a 5K for this chick? Dude, dude <laughs> I, I was like, I can't believe this. This is fucking oh, hilarious. And you know, how many times have you seen that shit in the movies? Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? When Kevin Spacey starts working out in the, yep, American in the thing, he was inspired. He really didn't want anything because it turned, you know, he didn't want anything from the girl. He's an old man, but he yeah. got something back. Yeah. And it was like, that's not trivial. Yeah. That's that's not nothing. And so with, with that in mind, I have to ask is when I ask, is anyone else around me going on going through this? And I, I hear to. that rationale, rationalizations, uh it, they're, they're just they they're thinking on a different, less less idealistic scope than me. That's why I said I can't leave it in the hands of people who are thinking that way. I'm yeah. not a I'm not a person that can accept reality as it is. I've never been one of them people. It's just what I'm, you know, that that sort of pragmatism. I like it as information, but I don't live that way. I live a very like superstitious kind of life. You know what I mean? I, I like because I don't think there's any any i say superstitious because a lot of the things that that inspire inform how i perceive things have no bearing in in science or you know what i mean reason and i i think there's no reason to live if you don't do that i just want my thoughts to be my own is all mm-hmm. and so um i don't know if that answered what you're saying but you're asking me to explain why i i don't know which part you were asking me to explain but it was, I, it was I, like I, when you were talking about asking for permission or something like that uh i'm not sure what i said but i was saying i can't leave i can't leave it in the hands of people who think that way if a person is like like all right forget so i'll just say my leader my boss or whatever he says i just believe in just you put your head down and you work hard and everything's gonna come to you like when people say stuff like it to me i want to run and jump off of a building i can't like if that's what you're thinking then i don't need uh, my life can't be dependent on you you can't be a variable in the yeah. equation of like where i move at you know and there's a little bit of that going on right now too my ideals are perhaps bigger than what you know i want to pause on that one dude like how many how many people and maybe it's not for you but i think how many people are in our circles or people that are listening have those friends that are just that type of like well it's not hard just just put your head down and go and do it you know like it's that's that's not realistic. It's just I not. don't know. I wonder if it's something wrong with me. I wonder if it's something like that I missed out on, like not having a a father or father figures, or not have or being raised somewhere. I'm always uh, assessing that, especially as from that whole black black male sure, African American. Sure. I'm always like, all right, is this some bullshit I picked up that I didn't know? Am I thinking like a woman? I wonder you know, if that's I, what because I encounter people who have this sort of pragmatism about it and sometimes they just may not be philosophically expressing themselves the way i do it may be some wisdom there but when i hear them say like oh i just you know i'll just get a sandwich and i go home and i'm like that and that's just i'm like maybe they're leaving after part of oh man i'm very very happy because i'm taking care of my kids and they're going to school you know maybe they're leaving that part out or something but when i hear that i'm like oh okay like well i can't talk to you um any Further, it just happened to me recently. The other day, yeah. I was talking to a colleague who I used to get really deep into these kind of things with with work, and we talk about career paths and all that. But, but, but he 
he kept saying this weird stuff like, hey, you know, uh, the next level, uh, the principal is just the top of the pay scale. It doesn't really bring come with any more like, uh, I forget what he said, prestige or respect. But I was like, what is, how is he being interpreting me all the time? And I, I let the the silence hang. I didn't respond because I knew what he was thinking. And you keep seeing those little ellipses like he's typing yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Type something. I was like, okay, because this is a dude I'm cool with, but he was on thin. I saw him like, let me let him get his thoughts again. And he finally said it, which is why I like him. He said it instead of just backtracking. He said, I think you want respect and, and influence in a company like in going to level five won't give you that. So it brought up that whole thing of how have you been seeing me this whole time? Mm. See, it's it, it, it like we were cool until my ideals and ambitions outpaced his. You see what I mean? He was mm-hmm. doing that same thing that I find so many people doing, saying, just be happy with what you got or whatever. And it's so uh, I, I hate that, dude. And that's what I'm getting at. And yeah. what I'm further getting at is I'm not mad at them. It's just telling me this is why you can't expect this sort of result out of employment. Yeah. You I know, have to the- do my own thing. You can't, you can't get what I want, the level, you know, that I want out of being employed and all you can do is make people around you mad who are okay with it. One of the things that that whole mindset of just, just be glad with what you got or whatever. Yes. That, that, that is fine for some cases, but I also think that for some people who are trying to break a a cycle in life that can, that's kind of, that's borderline toxic. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, look, you got shit that you want to fix. And the last thing that I want to feel I get it, dude. I'm grateful for what's going on, but that's not an excuse to quit wanting to better myself. It's not an excuse to, to just stop. And it, for some people, I feel like they've just given up when mm-hmm. they, when they say that. And mm-hmm. it's it like it, dude, it makes me sick to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, on other occasions, I'll use gratitude arbitrarily. You know what I mean? I'll use yeah. it when it sort of benefits me. And maybe that's the problem. Uh, is, is that people do use it when it benefits them. And for it, for their case, that is the cop-out for like not wanting to push further. That's also a thing, you know, when I, t- when I think about like, and I think other people do when they want to grow a family or they want to, per, you know, go like spread their knowledge or something like that. Does that mean that they've given up on themselves? Or does that just mean you're transitioning into a new phase of yourself where it's not about just whip as much ass and accomplish as much as possible or something? You mean in the way that you described earlier, when, like when you said that that a men at a certain age? Yeah. yeah. Could, no, I think, I, yeah, no, I don't think it's quite the opposite. I think that that competency um, matrix that Jordan Peterson describes is exactly right. Um, um, a gratification after adulthood for men comes from through responsibility because that's what we evolved to do. So there's, there's a built in satisfaction in that, that we have not yet overcome. So the hedonism doesn't work very long. It doesn't work for long at all. You got to do a whole lot to make it work. And matter of fact, you have to be on the run. Practically. You got to keep on going, keep on going, keep going on trips, keep spending money. Like you can only do the, uh, Dan Bilzerian or whatever his name is. Yeah, That's dude. like the only way to do that. You got to yeah. keep running. Yeah, because the moment Dan stops, he'll be like, the oh, moment he child. stands still. Yeah. <laughs> the moment he stands still, it's going to be, he's going to be like, this is stupid. And he knows it, you yeah. know, because your biology is telling you it, telling you that the same way 
a woman's biology is telling her procreate, 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 and it starts to speak around 30, 35 before the body um, has less chance to do that successfully. So no one wants to hear that shit in today's gender fluidity world, but those are some biological imperatives that we've not overcome yet. So no, I think that when a man uh, or a person like you're saying wants to spread knowledge like it, no, they've, they've transcended selfishness because competency starts with being able to take care of yourself. And if you can take care of yourself, you end up being able to take care of other people. Usually that's a family. And if you can take care of a family, man, you might be able to lead a business. If you lead a business, maybe you can lead a company. You know what I mean? That's why the, that's how competency works. And when, when, when you understand the beautiful way that Jordan Peterson explains it, it makes sense. So many things that we think are kind of unfair or unbalanced right now make a lot more sense. Why, most bosses are dads or family yeah. guys, you know, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to like think, oh, you need to sprinkle in somebody that thinks differently. Now I get why not, because it's, you can quickly tell if a person's competent or what level of competence they have, if they can take care of a family, because it's fucking hard. You have yeah. to have already gotten over yourself or you couldn't do it. You know, that's actually, it's, it's interesting. My, I had my parents over a while back and they, uh, they were just, looking at the house and they were just like, Oh, it's, it's beautiful. I'm so glad that you, you have this and it's yours and it's blah, 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 blah. And then my dad plants this seed that like, he set this little time bomb in my head and it exploded after uh -huh. they left. He was just uh -huh. like, he said, son, I, I love this place. It's, this is, this is you. This is beautiful. This is great. You can, you can just use a woman's touch. And I was like, Oh dad, like I'm cool. And then he left and I was like, mother Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was like, why? He's right. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, shit. Exactly. So yeah, it, it really goes to show that there is uh there is like some weird imperative or, or something like that. And maybe maybe something like that would help me accomplish a lot more of these goals if there was something more than myself to mm -hmm. uh, to accomplish them for. Maybe that's what it is. Absolutely. Um, it makes it like pulls them. They're not all of a sudden they're not a carrot on a stick because you've got to get results when it's when it involves someone else. You know, what I mean, you've got to it's got to get done yeah. to a reasonably satisfactory degree where if it's just you, it can stay ephemeral and it can keep running from you. It's like. Yeah. I bought my kid a gift. Now I have to, I can't buy him all the gifts. I can't spend too much money on this. I can't spoil them. I have to teach him the value of stuff. So I got him just the right RC car. But when I bought it for myself, I got a drone. Yeah, I got a you go hard. Car, I got a truck because it ain't a, a, nothing's enough when it's just me. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, you know what I mean? Because what, what else is that two grand of right. bullshit going to go to? And it's like, oh, I see. This doesn't work. This doesn't scale well. <laughs> Dude, you're you know so I mean? right. <laughs> yeah, maybe may, that might that might have answered the question for some people. Is you know we have we just have nothing bigger than ourselves to work forward. Maybe that's what helps our goals get accomplished a little bit better, or, or maybe that helps us understand why we have the goals that we do, or why we can't get certain things that, done. That hunter gatherer thing, um, and is like it still works. That and that analogy of hunter gathering if you're successful you're going to be able to quickly gather more than you can consume and the food can't go bad so but ne so now you've got this thing going on like what do you do you can you can influence and make other people's lives better by uh 
by sharing what you have, but you that's an investment. You mm. can't just share it with anyone. So now that mankind's got out of the strict hunter-gatherer into the more of the agricultural uh, mode, however many tens of thousands of years ago that was, now it's important that the person I invest in has as much of my temperament as possible. So now it kind of matters who that kid is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. that whole family, you can see how the nuclear family thing kind of evolved and it kind of makes sense. But in the suburbs of Eden, where our ancestors are from, the resources are endless. Mm-hmm. So you can have eight wives, you know, because yeah. it may be different criteria. That like you're not comp- you're not trying to make it through the winter in a fucking cave next to a campfire. So it's slightly different. And the environment we're in in America is a protraction of the the latter value system. Mm-hmm. So it's just competition for resource and resources and sort of abstracted competitions for resources. And there's certain values and behaviors that work in that context and other ones that don't quite work, that are harder to pull off. So I think um, like that homesteading is in the back of everyone's head. Everybody just wants a little garden and a little bit more space. They don't want to be in straight suburbia. They want to be yeah. in something a little bit more with a fiber optic line running to the house. Yeah, yeah that's I'm no like, joke, dude. Yeah, and I'm like, hell yeah, me too. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be around. I don't want to be in East Nashville with all the yeah. hipsters like on top of each other. I'm gonna pause here really quick and say something. So something that happens often in our episodes, and this is because we sometimes get caught up in a thought, is that an idea will pop up as well as a question, and in that moment it's sometimes hard to come up with a good way to ask that question. So Mark's response that follows is to my awfully worded question, but I was wanting to ask, and I'm wanting you all to think about this, is whether or not the cycle of coming up with excuses for why you can't get anything done or move forward becomes part of your identity eventually. Like, are we conditioned to think that there is never enough time in the day to do things that we want and we just kind of use that as an excuse? Or maybe we've been in bad habit cycles for so long that doing anything different than the normal cycle of, say, waking up every morning, picking up the phone and scrolling for a long time or whatever lazy or negative habit you have, like if doing something different than that just, just feels foreign. So I'm going to start pausing episodes from here on out, I think, to provide more context and clarification, because I know that the drawback of keeping things completely unscripted like this is that stuff like this happens and it tends to confuse people. People. I can't talk properly. Anyway, back to the show. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't see how. The things I want to do become my identity in what you're saying. I I guess I see it differently i don't know but i I know that i I certainly have that effect and for for me it's uh to me i feel like there's not enough time to do it i don't know what that feeling is okay so that's perfect you said that's that's what happens to me but you say there's there's not enough time to do it i think there's a lot of people that have that part of their their identity is yeah man there's not enough time to get these things done when it's like you you there's never there's the same amount of time during the day you just have to make that time that's like Mm -hmm. what people say when they have like kids or something like that there was this thing that i was uh reading or listening to that was talking about like there's people that are career driven and all this other stuff they said mathematically having a child takes up 33 percent of your day now somehow we've all had you know we've all come from at least one parent and 
they had to make take 33% of whatever they were doing to raise us. And somehow it worked, you know, mm -hmm. for the most part, we're, we're here, we're growing up for better. For and worse. that's why, and that's why I don't think the problem is there. Like I know that there's enough time. There's enough time every weekend to do all the things that I got um, temporarily inspired to do last week. Yeah. But uh, that's why I think it's more to it. I think what it is, is that we are working more than is necessary. Like the amount of energy and time and talent I put in to work would have had me 10 log cabins. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I go, that's what I think it actually is. And we have to correct for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't think you have to make time. I don't believe in concentrating or forcing oneself to do anything. That could be just me intellectualizing a lazy personality. But I, I believe there's plenty enough in us to do it because I can remember when I wasn't that way. I remember when I was, uh, you know, over on Small House when you come by uh, uh, yeah. uh, every now and then, like I was doing all the stuff, but I wasn't like corporate. I was going to school and I was doing other things and yeah. I was working around the city, you know, I was uh, doing consulting and that was far more balanced. Cause I remember how I felt then. Cause I remember when, how I used to uh, get on Gambia about not having a room clean. Now I, my room's always messy. Cause mm -hmm. I get out of my workout clothes and got a shower and put on my uh, uh, go to work clothes and then get out of those got put on my relax. So I'm like, now I see how it is. I don't even want to take the time on Saturday cleanup day to do all that. It takes me, Saturday and Sunday to decompress from mm -hmm. the week of work by Monday. I feel like washing clothes, but now it's work time again. So I see what it is. It's mm -hmm. that we have rhythms or uh, whatever you want to call them cycles. And we have to respect those. I don't mm. think that ordering yourself, unless your rhythm just has to be, happens to be fire frequency. Some people, and we call those people industrious or highly conscientious though. Some people can do more in a gift that they're very efficient, but I don't think you have to be especially highly industrious or conscientious or efficient in your personality to be satisfied. I think we can bring it a lot closer for a lot more, more people. Cause I've never been a lazy person. Yeah, but I'm starting to see something. I'm like, yeah, all my energy, all my time is going into this nothing void, and it never stops. You know, like they say, if you don't pursue your dreams, you're gonna get hired to help someone pursue theirs, and that's kind yeah, of what it is. True. I think we just all need to work less. <laughs> yeah, Way you know less. something that uh, you had you had talked about with, um, you know, just like you started your room started becoming messy and all that kind of stuff right mm -hmm. so it was it was it was kind of like that in my in my apartment and mm -hmm. i think that that was because it, everything and i've said it before everything felt temporary now i have something yeah. that has a lot more meaning here in this house yeah. and dude my shit stays clean all the yeah. time like yeah. it, it, it makes me anxious when there's like stuff on the floor or whatever. Like I'm always running the vacuum cleaner. You know, I, I have Landon, you know, get starts cleaning the floors at eight o'clock every single morning. I start picking up around stuff like and and I say that I say all that to say that when you have or to reiterate that when you have something bigger than yourself, something with more meaning. Yeah, maybe it does make it easier to accomplish those goals. I think so. I think it does. What's Landon? Oh, so Landon's my uh, robot back. Okay. Um, so there's this funny joke with like me and Chris that it's like I wanted to, I, I named, <laughs> this is fucked up, named all my like, 
cleaning stuff like super white names. Nice. (laughs) Nice. So you could tell them what to do. Yeah. Just to know what it's like. You know what I mean? So we have this running joke that we're like, you know, like, you better get your shit done, Lane. I'm gonna beat your ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you uh, can have you can have it's, uh, it's a sub, power sub, thing. Sub, subjects. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Subjects. Yeah. Nice. And, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. now, just like I said in the other episode, now that I have that, I mean, it's like, damn, that's not a really bad idea. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just, it's not really bad owning people, you know. But no, <laughs> that's, that's like the the running joke. But uh, it's it's very helpful having that stuff. And when um, and I think and that even goes to say that when you have something bigger, you'll start to, or bigger than yourself, you'll start to align the rest of your life. You'll start to put other things in place that does make it a lot easier to uh, to accomplish those things. Um, dude, I think we've, I think we've talked about it in, in good length. I, I think that there's certainly more on the bone to talk about, but this really does make sense. And I think you helped me kind of understand um, why I'm in that cycle. And just to reiterate, it's because I, I, there's just more, I need to fill my life with more meaningful stuff rather than just more stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well said. It's, it's tricky, man. I think everyone's going through that right now. So, I mean, and you know what, I think that for a lot of us too, just given the the times that we're in right now, it's very natural to just want to get more stuff because I think that that's what makes us feel normal. And, you know, we're, we're kind of looking, we're looking at ourselves in a, for, for a lot of us, we're looking at ourselves, uh, and comparing to a pre COVID pre short shortage of everything pre just pre 2020 life. And I think for a lot of us, we want to, we just try to get a bunch of shit to make ourselves feel better. What do you think of, have you and Chris talked about COVID? Uh, yeah, we have a little bit, but not not lately. Uh, we took a little, we took some time uh, away just to, you know, I was moving and he's got other stuff going, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's we, we we talked about COVID like last year a lot more than we have lately. Right. We, that's that's I guess that's what I was asking because now it's there's the whole vaccine thing is a lot. Yeah, a lot so, of going on. I'm just curious, like, what he thinks because since he he has a uh, I don't know. He works with the public and things like yeah. that. I just curious. I wonder what Chris thinks about all that because um, I'm really enjoying the conspiracy theories of like <laughs> not taking the vaccine, but I don't have any problem taking it. Yeah, but I haven't any. taken it. Yeah, I, I have. And uh, uh, but the the interesting thing we talked about it in one of our episodes. It was uh, what didn't go wrong, and uh, you know, and I was saying that is it just a sheer lack of traumas and all this other shit that 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 may have happened or that didn't happen in someone's life to give them this crazy amount of privilege where they just clearly don't give a shit about anything else, you know, and it, no matter what they, what side that they fall on it, the way that people are carrying on about their, about the vaccine, you know, there was one mm-hmm. girl that had compared it to being raped, you know, and it's just mm-hmm. like, what? It's like yeah. no one's no one's holding you down and fucking you up for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. No, you're you're not being forced. The the vaccine's not gonna make you be less trusting of people or give you PTSD or do all these other things that happen to victims of sexual assault. Like 
where in the world it's like you're just just so Mm -hmm. much privilege when they're comparing it to slavery when they're comparing it to concentration camps it's like you haven't had enough shit go wrong in your life and i was saying in that episode it's like do we just need a war do we do we need someone to blow something up so so we can get we can get ourselves back down to earth because last Mm -hmm. i remember when she was when she was locked down dude i had netflix i had DoorDash the hell out of stuff sonic mm-hmm. sonic driving was mvp of covid i mean like also i had so much yeah, I, I didn't realize how many comforts i had during covid because i could yeah. i could do nothing groceries can be delivered to my house i mean it was so easy but that's also privilege you know yeah yeah um not but I also have right. had enough bad shit happen in, in life so that I, I don't think that I, I don't think negatively of, of other people. It's it's so weird the way that people are kind of carrying on. Yes, I don't think yes. negatively of other people for, That's right. for not doing it or for doing it. It's, yeah. it's bonkers, mm-hmm. dude. Bonkers. I think someone said uh, recently that it's it's a surprising amount of people in the United States who have never faced adversity in their lives. And you start to see it because all this stuff, these like, videos, because your mic cut out, it says surprising amount of what there are, there are surprising amount of people. It, is, it surprises me the amount of people there are in our society that have never faced adversity in their yeah. lives. Yeah. That's what you were just saying. And um, you see it in, in these, these whole um, Karen things. I think a little bit, a little yeah. bit of it's overdone. There's entire like, youtube channels that are dedicated to that now i think it's a little silly because we kind of we kind of not only weaponize but like if you just like to me i have enough going on in my life that i care about that i would laugh and leave if i'm not physically threatened but when you pull out your camera and you kind of egg it on even some people have gotten caught doing it like race baiting it's like a little stupid but still for those genuine situations where someone is that privilege is surprising like wow uh, that person really thinks they can control who goes into the swimming pool to yeah. swim you know, and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. It's wild, man. It's wild. It's but, uh, uh, we need something to bring us down to down to earth. I thought that a pandemic would do it, but clearly it, it's it's not right. bad enough. You know, it, it's not like the the bubonic plague or something like that. It's just comfortable mm-hmm. enough so that people feel invincible. So um, I yeah. think that if you're I think the people that will be affected most are the people that can't afford the the medical treatment and medical coverage. And you have the shortened the shortages of nurses and medical staff and all that kind of stuff. And I think that once that it's it hasn't gotten worse enough so that people can uh, or it hasn't gotten bad enough so people can sort of see that perspective. But if you stay in your echo chambers and you stay with only people that agree with you and all that kind of stuff, you might never see it. And uh, it's like maybe your relative needs to die from it, you know, maybe something like that before it becomes serious or uh, mm-hmm. uh, some closer loved one. But uh, I'm also convinced that there's people that just refuse to. And that's that's the real shame. So however you however you feel about the thing, I just wish that people would have a little bit of, of uh, empathy towards towards the other side, you know, but sure. uh I'm still going to still troll people because I'm an asshole. So, yeah, I, you know, I wish I could take the advice I give, but I still I'm, I'm still a dick about it. But I would anyway, if I were on social media, I certainly. Yeah, would. yeah, man, it's 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 so fun. But yeah. you've given me some more stuff to think about. Um, thanks a ton for for jumping on. Uh, yeah, man. I appreciate your time and everything. And at some point next this coming week, let's just try and make some more content if you're down. All right. For sure, man. All right. 
thank you guys for your time. Thank you for your attention. Go do some good shit this week. Take care of yourselves and each other. And we are out. <laughs>